Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. Hey everyone, I want to kick this podcast off a little differently today. I want to give you just a quick intro of what we're going to be talking about. In times of uncertainty, doubt and fear are everywhere. And this episode is dedicated to overcoming doubt. And I think you can view it through one of two lenses. You can, if you're a person that's having that fear and that doubt overtake you, this is going to be great for you. If you're a person that's pretty dialed in right now, I want you to think about being the light in someone's darkness, being the believer and the catalyst to change like you'll hear someone did in my life many years ago, and you're going to get great benefit from this as well. So enjoy. Let's get it started. Thank you to every person that doubted me. Thank you to the people who told me I wasn't good enough and I would never amount to anything. You are the reason I did and you are the reason I will. Listen, there's always going to be haters. There's always going to be doubters. There's going to be people that are pessimists and there is going to be non-believers. And there's always going to be people like you and like me that are ready to prove them all wrong. The problem becomes we seem to hear the doubters the loudest, but I also guarantee we all have at least one believer. In life, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. The hard thing for many of us is we start to believe the doubters. We become insecure or our self-talk inside our own head becomes negative. It's one that we wouldn't be proud of sharing. I'm going to take you back to a story of my eighth grade year, Shattuck Middle School, Nina, Wisconsin. We were at the lunch table when a friend of mine came and sat down by my best friend and I and said, meet him in the bathroom because he brought a bottle of whiskey to school. And I was hesitant, but I didn't want to seem scared. So I went and the three of us took turns taking drinks of that bottle of whiskey in the bathroom in the middle of our school day in eighth grade. And long story short, that didn't end well for us. The three of us got caught And we were expelled from school. We missed the entire fourth quarter of our eighth grade year middle school. And we were forced to attend an alternative school. I missed sports, uh, friends, events, dances. I wasn't, besides my alternative school, I wasn't even allowed on a school property. I was 13 years old. And naturally, you know, the result of that, I started to hear the doubters. That was when the doubters started to become the loudest. And I can even remember the local paper saying, Nina expels three more. It was embarrassing for me. It was embarrassing for my family. I think in life, when we disappoint the people that we care the most about, it's one of the most humbling things that can happen to us. And it wasn't always directly that I heard the doubt, But I would hear it through somebody or I would hear it being talked about 
in, I let myself start to believe some of it. Thankfully, there was another voice and maybe a couple other voices, but I'll get to that. There was another voice inside of me and it was burning pretty, pretty substantially inside of me that was becoming obsessed with proving all of those people wrong. And I knew I had something inside of me that could be great. And I know there's something inside of you that can be great as well. It's inside of all of us. We all have greatness inside of us. Most of us are just scared to unleash it because we start believing those lies or what someone or something put inside of us that you're never going to amount to anything. You're a waste of talent. You're a bad apple. You're not smart enough. You're not strong enough. You're not good enough. You're a loser. You're going to be like your fill in the blank. The louder you let that voice, the more you're going to spiral down into a hole and your self-talk inside your head is going to become disgusting. So how do we silence that voice? We have to attack it. We can't be scared of it. And thankfully, at that point in my life, I was not scared of it. But I also knew I had to change. Most of us have the ambition like we want to do well, but it actually takes drive and it actually takes action. That's the hard part, taking action, taking that first step. I knew that I had to be tougher than those doubters. And it wasn't even the the external ones. It was the internal ones. Once you master those internal ones, that's when your life truly starts to change. I had to start putting in the work. I had to start grinding. I had to start sharpening my mind and my body with the right things. And you may be listening, and I I said this in the intro, but you have to think to yourself, do I have that voice? How loud is it right now? Do I have it under control? And I would challenge you if you do have it under control like I do, someone in your life right now doesn't. And I needed help out of that dark time to fully believe in myself. I had, I had that, 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 that flame is lit inside of all of us. It's just how, how much do you need somebody else to pull some lighter, to, to dump some lighter fluid on it? And the stronger it's inside yourself, the less you need lighter fluid by somebody else. I was right on the verge. I had it strong burning inside of me, but someone else throwing lighter fluid on it propelled me to whole new levels. And that's what happened to me. I had a coach that called me every week during my expulsion. He was the head coach for the high school wrestling team. The key here is I wasn't even in high school yet. I was in eighth grade, so I hadn't even made the leap to his varsity program yet, but he knew me through middle school, through youth wrestling. Heck, he was my kindergarten teacher. Him extending a hand at that time was huge. That was the ignition that I needed to take my mindset to a whole new level. It was a critical time in my life, and having one other person that wasn't my parents speaking to me was huge. And I would love to say that the rest is history and I crushed it. I didn't. I had an all right freshman year. 
Uh, I made it through relatively unscathed, didn't get in too much trouble. But my sophomore year, I went a different direction. And my focus became partying, hanging with friends, girls, just everything that wasn't school, academics, and sports was way more important to me than than anything to do with school. And so I had another setback. I, I was in the middle of our wrestling season. We had a pretty solid team, and I made a selfish decision. I went to a party, and I got caught. I got busted. I got suspended, and I got suspended from our wrestling team as well. And it was like... The, that voice started to come back in and I knew there was that was a pivotal moment for me because I remember sitting in, in the athletic director's office and I asked if, if my head coach, uh, this coach, I'm going to tell you about him more in a minute here, but I'd asked him if he knew yet and, and he said, no, he didn't. And so I said, I need to tell him. And I don't know why at 15 years old I felt convicted I mean, I know why now, but I was scared because I knew how much he invested in me and I knew how much it was going to let him down. And honestly, I just knew that I had to man up, but I will never, ever forget the look on his face when I told him. And I had dug such a big hole in my academics and athletics that year that it was going to take a lot of change, a ton of change for me to pull out of this and really achieve any goal that I ever set for myself. So again, that's when the voice started to creep back in. And thankfully, um, I still had that, that, that flame lit inside of me. And he, although was extremely disappointed, didn't quit on me either. And I'd be lying right now if I said it was easy to come back my junior year and and crush it, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. But it was the first time in high school that I made the honor roll and it's the first time in my life that I fully committed to focusing on school and sports during both the football and the wrestling seasons. And I grew up. Honestly, that was the year that I grew up. I faced all the doubters, both internally and externally. And I didn't walk through them. I literally ran through them, delivering stiff arms, double leg takedowns along the way. And it felt good. When you fully apply yourself in life, it feels good. You you have um, something inside of you that just, it, it, it convicts you that you are on the right path when you fully commit yourself to that. And that's when I realized the best way to beat any doubter is not to tell them. The best way to beat any doubter is to show them. Show them with action. You got to put in the damn work. That's the hard part. You got to put in the damn work. It's kind of amazing though. Almost four years to the day that I got expelled from middle school, that same coach that called me every week was the first one that I hugged and embraced when I won the Division I state wrestling title my senior year of high school. That's why I'm forever grateful for Coach McCarthy. He's a Hall of Fame 
coach in the state of Wisconsin for wrestling, but many years before he got that accolade, he was that catalyst. He was the lighter fluid that ignited me to whole new levels in life. And we all need a Coach McCarthy in, in our lives. And not everyone is blessed with that. I, I know I'm extremely grateful that someone believed in me when I continued to let them down. You, you're you listening. And, and maybe if you don't have Co- a Coach McCarthy in your life right now, guess what? You're listening to this podcast right now for a reason. And if I were to guess, you still are believing some lies that are not true. Lies that are keeping you from reaching your full potential in life. And let me tell you something. There's always another voice inside of you. You know it's in there. And you are the only you ever made by God. You have the abilities. You have the talent. You are missing one thing, one thing only. It's action. It's one step. It's one thought shift. It's one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. It's going to take work. I promise you it's going to take a ton of work, but it's worth it. The hard work and sacrifice, the drive, everything. All of it is worth it. And if you're listening, you do not lack the resources to make that happen. You lack only one thing. It's resourcefulness. All of us can identify a purpose in our life relatively easy. It's the hard work and the sacrifice and the discipline to get to that purpose. That's the hard part, but it's worth it. I guarantee you that Coach McCarthy is way more proud of the man I am today than he was when when I got my hand raised, when I won that state title. How do I know? (laughs) Let me read you something. He was one of the first people to text me when this podcast started. Here's his text. Hope all is well with you and your family. You fill my heart with good stuff. Happy and proud. Planning to listen to my first podcast tomorrow. Keep being a man of your word and making a positive impact. End quote. What's so crazy about that is that I know my God-given purpose in life. And it's to make a lasting impact on others. It's to inspire people. It's to shift their perspective and believe in them when they lose belief in themselves. You have a purpose And you are listening to this story and my words for a reason. You have purpose. Your vision matters. It's never too late to get started. It's never too late to take action. The time is right now. You were born to make an impact. Now go do it. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, hit the subscribe button, and give it a five-star review. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon.